1: Take me down to the Paradise City. It's not Birmingham, Alabama. It wasn't that pretty. What's up, Quinn? Quinn's in the studio with us. Welcome to Weigh In Sports Talk. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin. Um, Great day of college football, great week of college football, and we have upcoming the college playoff coming up tomorrow. I don't know why they're doing it on New Year's Eve. We're going to talk about that. We're going to review some bowl games. We're going to look into the NFL upcoming weekend and try to predict the future. That's what I do is predict the future. But while we have Quinn on here, man, uh, what do you think about the idiot for Memphis that knocks down the equipment manager and steals the ball and flips off the crowd? Did you see it, by the way?
3: Uh. I no, I didn't I didn't see it after the game that but I saw a video of it. It's yeah. kinda crazy. I don't know why he did it. <laughs> I don't know. Well they said he'd been kicked off pass. the
1: team. Well hell he was a senior. What are you gonna kick him off the team? What are you gonna do? I mean he he he's a senior. So I mean his punishment we're kicking him off the team. Well thanks, he's already done anyway. Um uh, <laughs> but you know, assault charges could be pressed on this moron, but you know it's got to be humiliating. I mean Auburn came in today, and they and I, I. I told my buddy Carl he can vouch for me. He listened to the show. Auburn won by three touchdowns today, and he's like, "There's no way." And, I, and they did. Twenty-one points. Um, Auburn came in defensively, and it surprised me honestly, the way their defense shut down this guy I need to give him trouble but Quinn let's look at the stats from Memphis real quick okay Lynch okay Lynch the number one quarterback in the NFL yeah, 16 of 37 16. 108 yeah. yards I'm repeating that through a pick no touchdown uh, they yeah. couldn't run for nothing so I'm just sitting there they had 13 first downs um, 97 yards rushing, 108 yards passing. This is a team that averages over 500 yards a game and 40 plus points was completely shut down by this Auburn defense. So what what has Auburn been doing in the off season here in the last month? Getting better. Well, they were getting better all year. Exactly, I saw it. And Sean White's only negative part of that game. I don't know why he was a, even on the team. Not. I don't even know why he's he's got a scholarship. The guy's pissed for at best. Um, 8 of 13, 103 yards, two picks, one a pick six. Memphis didn't even score a touchdown. Jeremy Johnson came in and managed it okay. It still wasn't. I mean, Jeremy Johnson didn't do anything. One for one for 11 yards and a touchdown on a swing pass. But the quarterback, Roberts, is not on campus yet.
3: Yeah, well, they brought him in, and uh, they brought Jeremy in in the second half a little bit, and when he was in, he did fine. Ran um, the ball really, off, he did. Yeah, they really didn't have him do much, but uh, he ran it a little too. But, I but But yeah, uh, he, he said that he's going to be staying at Auburn. He's not going anywhere. So, good,
1: good. Well, you never know, Quinn. What can happen in a year? I mean, you yeah. know, the kid works his butt off all year. He learns how to read a defense. He gets better. I mean, then all of a sudden, he's something to talk about. I'm not, and I told you this months ago. I'm not willing to write Jeremy Johnson off just yet. I do think our quarterback's going to be in from junior college next year or something. Something's going to be different, but Jeremy Johnson has a shot to win the job if he if he improves, but 31 to 10 Auburn had Jeremy or Javon Robinson ran for 126 yards, a touchdown Peyton Barber, 40 yards, not much to say about the Auburn um, game, except it was just a, a tail kicking. Well, let's look at some other bowl games real quick that we missed. Nothing really yesterday in Minnesota Monday, Minnesota beat central Michigan 21 to 14, another five and 17 getting a win. Maybe yeah. first 11 win season that I remember, uh, and now we have LSU last night beating Texas Tech fifty-six to twenty-seven. The best running back in the country went off in that one for five touchdowns. California beat Air Force fifty-five to thirty-six. And and, and Quinn, did North Carolina not know how to stop the run? Because my God, I mean, what did they run for? What did Baylor rush for? Over six hundred yards, six forty-five. I've never seen that. I didn't know it was possible. And Seven hundred fifty-six yards total. Shit. A fourth-string quarterback, whatever he was. I mean, he comes in here, and he throws for about a hundred yards, and they run for about a thousand. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like this. They had no quarterback. Their quarterback was seven and twelve, eighty-two yards. They <laughs> had one running back with two, with three hundred yards and three touchdowns. One running back had 161 yards and a touchdown. The other one had 100 yards and two touchdowns. One had 60 yards and a touchdown. My gosh! I mean, I mean seriously. I mean, if you're Baylor, I mean, in, I mean, if you're North Carolina, do you fire Gene Chizik? I mean, you've got to get somebody's got to somebody needs to lose their job after that. That's that's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty bad. Isn't it? I mean, seriously, six hundred and something yards rushing. But anyway, we won't we won't stay all night and talk about that. There's bigger fish to fry. Louisville up seven <laughs> nothing on A and M. Congratulations to Mississippi State, fifty-one twenty-eight over North Carolina State. Quinn, the SEC three and O. Thoughts so far.
3: Yeah, they've looked pretty good, but I mean, none of it's really surprising. Though, I mean, okay, I mean, I I thought North Carolina State would put up a fight, and I thought, and I thought Memphis. I I wasn't sure how the Auburn Memphis game would go, but I I thought LSU would blow out Texas Tech. So that didn't
1: surprise me. Where Where is Jonathan, by the way? Did he lose money and he's hiding under a rock somewhere? Oh, <laughs> Jonathan, if you're out there, man, quit gambling. Okay. I know he Stop lost it. money in the Memphis Auburn game. What he should have done is take my bowl picks, Quinn, took them all and went to the bank with them, and he'd be rich right now, but he didn't.
3: I think he lost money in the North Carolina State, Mississippi State game, too.
1: <laughs> Let me see how I'm doing in the bowls. I was doing very well in the bowls, and uh, let's see how I did. I've had Central Michigan. I lost that one. Cal won that one. North Carolina lost that one. Did Colorado State win?
3: Yeah, they did. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, LSU won. Auburn won. Mississippi State won. I have Louisville tonight and Southern Cal. So, my my bowl – predictions i've checked all of vegas nobody has a higher percentage not trying to brag but i go with the point spread and that's how i roll quinn that's how i roll but before we break down some of these games coming up i want to talk about chip kelly being fired from philadelphia and if you're out there i I think this was a mistake and and i'm in the minority quinn i think chip kelly is actually a good coach I think he was gonna get it together. In Philadelphia, they've been competitive, and I think the team quit on him. And shame on them for doing that. But Chip Kelly getting fired—I think it's uh, it's bullcrap.
3: Mm, well, I know. Well, I think a lot of the fans wanted him gone too, just because of, all of those the people.
1: Those people are morons, man. They're idiots. I mean, they think that their Eagles are supposed to, to win a championship every year. And I, I hate Eagles fans, man. I'm sorry. If you're an Eagles fan out there and you listen to the show, I hate you because you, you don't know football. So call in the show and let's talk about it because you're an idiot. I've never seen a Philadelphia fan that had an IQ above three. So I'm sorry, but I mean... And and I'm in the minority here, Quinn. This is not a popular stance I'm taking, but it's gonna. If I'm Chip Kelly, I'm sitting out a year, getting paid, relaxing, and then I'm gonna come and take the best job out there. And I I think there's some available. I I thought Auburn may want him. What do you think? If if Gus doesn't do well this year, Chip Kelly may be in.
3: I don't know. Chip Kelly's offense is even faster, and then it's and then it's not good for the defense. I don't know. And I don't know because he more like – Chip Kelly more likes finesse more than power. Yeah. And, and so well, I don't know Well, Chip Kelly's a that. good
1: coach, man.
3: Yeah, he is Chip good. Chip Kelly's a good He's
1: coach. He's a good college coach. Yeah. Well, I actually think he's a good NFL coach. It's just here's what he did wrong. He come in and think here's the deal. He cleaned house and and it, he got rid of some of the stars on the team. And he realized that their divas cost us money. So what he did was spend his money well. It's like I'm getting rid of you two thugs here, and I'm gonna go get me six guys that will run my system right. And he almost had it in place. And he not he hasn't even had a quarterback yet. My God, he's pulled off miracles what he's had a quarterback. I mean, he, he hasn't had one. So, you put him somewhere with, like, and you know, not Andrew Luck. That's not his system. But you give him Cam Newton, and I'll tell you what, he'll tear the the world apart with a quarterback like that, as you saw with yeah. Mariota and the way he does it. But but I think it's a mistake. And, and before I forget, Auburn hired a defensive coordinator today, Quinn. Not a big fan. Not a big fan.
3: Yeah. Should, should have been uh, the guy.
1: Kevin still sucks.
3: Yeah, well the thing is is like we said, all the defense has to do is be just yep. about average or above average. And that's what Steele could do. I mean, this year at LSU he gave twenty four gave up twenty four points a game, which was a little bit uh-huh. better than what Auburn did this year. If Gus's offense can get back yep. to what Gus's offense usually is then we then we will be fine with Steele as long as recruits like him and stuff is from what I'm hearing. Sure. From what I hearing they do recruits okay like with that hire.
1: Yeah, and I mean he is a good coach. I'm I'm saying, but like you said, we've said this for months, Quinn. Auburn just has to put a a good product or an average product on the field, and and you know what? These I mean, you got talent on the team now, and you can see how much talent. I mean, talent won that game today.
0: Over yeah. business, it's just
1: too much talent but, there, and you know you get a quarterback. Auburn's going to be in that playoff. I mean, only, I mean, the, the, this was a bad year. And they gave up like what twenty six points a game, maybe. Uh, Auburn always scores at least thirty.
3: Yeah, and then you so, and now okay. we have a lockdown corner and Carlton Davis,
1: all American baby, all American. He's a beast. He is. I mean, I'll give credit where credit's due, and and he is a beast. I thought Sonny Clark was gonna call in. Um, Jonathan's supposed to call in. But, uh, He's
3: licking as a Jonathan,
1: it's okay. it's okay, Jonathan. I mean, they're only gonna break your legs, man. They're not gonna do anything else if you don't pay them. <laughs> you don't. You don't need those anyway. Well, let's get into some NFL. We're talking about Chip Kelly. I think it's a mistake. Louisville just turned the ball over, it looked like. They're calling it down, but I think he fumbled the football. Texas, yeah. Louisville is just putting it down Texas a ms throat right now. And What oh. I can see happening, let's see, the replay. No, oh, it's on his shoe. He, he wasn't down. His elbow was on his shoe. They're going to have to look at this, but – Kevin Sumlin could be on the hot seat tonight. He gets embarrassed tonight with his quarterbacks leaving, Chip Kelly may come to A and M. That's where I could see him going.
3: Uh, yeah, what do you think? So, Sonya actually brought that up and then I thought about it yeah. and I said that'd be a good fit. They have the personnel.
1: Well let's let's get over into the NFL real quick, some games this weekend. Um you know the Carolina Panthers, Quinn, with a chance to lock up home field through the playoffs. How big is it that Carolina, you think, locks up home field advantage, and Arizona doesn't win it? That's a it's a huge deal
3: if they can uh, if they can lock up home field.
1: I don't think Carolina a can. Field. I don't. I don't. I don't think Carolina can go to Arizona if we Do you?
3: How Arizona's been this year, and I don't have their two. Have they lost at home this year?
1: Let me look at their schedule right now, as we peek into it. They lost to St. Louis at home, twenty-four to twenty-two, and they lost at Pittsburgh by twelve. But they haven't really played much. I mean, I'm telling you, they play Green Bay's terrible. But Green Bay's going to be put out. Minnesota's going to be Green Bay this weekend. By the way, Green Bay's going to be eliminated first time they play. Philadelphia laid down that game, and it's just St. Louis had no offense, but Carolina comes in at home a ten-and-a-half point favorite over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, if I'm Carolina, I jump out early, and I rest players when I can, but the Arizona game's on at the same time. This is interesting. They did this on purpose, You know why they did this is because if Carolina plays the first game at twelve or 1 o'clock, and they win, then Arizona could throw the game. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like it doesn't matter anymore. But if Carolina and Arizona, they're going to be looking at the scoreboard with each other, and it's going to be interesting. So uh, Arizona's a a six-and-a-half point favorite over Seattle. What do you think about that? I think Seattle's going to beat Arizona.
3: I don't know. I think that's about right with considering that St. Louis went into Seattle and beat Seattle. I think I think that's about yeah. right.
1: And uh, what do you think about Monday, or was it Monday Night Football, or Sunday Night Football, Minnesota, your favorite team in the division, beat the Giants 49-17, to and uh, I loved it every minute of it. The Vikings and Green Bay Quinn this weekend to see who for wins. The Is it the North? Is it for the North? Is that what it's called now? Yeah. Yeah, for the North. I I have no way – Green Bay will not win this game. What do you think? I, I really think – I think their offensive line is garbage, and I think Minnesota's going to exploit it. It is, but last time
3: they played, uh, Green Bay won, and it was right after Green Bay was having that rough stretch, and it's, it's in Green Bay, I think, too. Yeah, I don't
1: care where it's at. I mean, what what's Eddie Lacy going to do, eat 12 Big Macs and run up the middle? I mean, he sucks. Eddie Lacy, you're out there listening. Go on a diet. You sucks. You have a perfect opportunity to make a name for yourself, and yet you want to gain 80 pounds on the season, so you swell up and blow up fat Albert. I just don't understand. I really don't understand it. I mean, you got a chance with Aaron Rodgers. All you've got to do is touch it twenty times a game and do something. But you're so fast that you put all the pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and I, I just have no respect for him. So, so Quinn, Minnesota beats Green Bay. So let's let's look at the playoff scenarios here real quick. I just want to look at the wild cards right now. I guess it's a foregone conclusion that. And Minnesota has already clinched the playoff berth because they have five losses. They're going for the division. Seattle's is yeah. nine and six, so so it's already the the playoffs are, are there. It's just really who gets the five and six seed. Correct. I mean, if Minnesota wins, that's going to push. Yeah. What's going to happen is Minnesota wins. It's going to make Green Bay. I'm trying to look at this real quick. It's going to make them the sixth seed, right? Could they be the sixth seed and Seattle be the fifth? Or I guess if Seattle wins they could be the, the fifth seed? Well, Green Bay has the head to head over Seattle. Say so Arizona wins, Green Seattle so we're gonna have Green Bay at a five. So how does that first weekend match up then? You've got Carolina and Arizona with a bye, okay, then you have Green say Minnesota's hosted. Just just say if it ends like it is right now. You'd have Green Bay hosting a wild card game. they would be hosting Seattle. And you'd have Washington hosting Minnesota. Am I correct? Yeah, if it it ended the day. If it ended the day. That's what I'm... So if it ended the day, that's where it would be. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to see if anybody's in the studio right now. I'm sorry. It's just this computer's acting up. I don't know what's going on with it. But I just want to see. So if that happens, Quinn, just say... Seattle beats Green Bay. Minnesota beats Washington. Who is Carolina going to play? Carolina will play the highest seed. If, if that's Seattle, the sixth seed, that's who they would play, right? Because they're yeah. the highest seed. They'll, re, they'll reseed it. But I, I hope that somehow Carolina can get Green Bay there in Carolina. That would be uh, – a mutilation right there. That would be uh, Washington. I'm telling you, Washington in the playoffs, that's a first-round loss whenever they play. I mean, I cannot believe they've, they've actually made the playoffs. They'll be playing in, like, Minnesota and get railroaded and see how it's going to go into Green Bay and tear them apart. And so I'm glad Carolina and Arizona, you know, I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. Let's look over to and see, That's where it's really happening right now in Pittsburgh. I mean, can you believe when that Pittsburgh, I mean, lost like they did at Baltimore, and it just really put the pressure on them. The Jets go to Buffalo, and I think Pittsburgh plays Cleveland. What are the chances of Buffalo beating the Jets? Pittsburgh beating Cleveland, allowing Pittsburgh to get that sixth seed?
3: I would say there's a pretty good chance. There's nothing Please, more that Pittsburgh Buffalo is the only would like team to do. They
1: can beat them. And they're you know what Pittsburgh's the only team that can beat New England in the AFC, and and you remember my conspiracy the other day, don't you? I said it before the game. I said that Belichick will throw this game on purpose just to make sure Pittsburgh doesn't get get in the playoffs, and I really think that's what happened. I, I think Belichick, cheated. He he went in for the game, and, and here we go. I mean, uh, and trust me, this why, guy's games,
3: though? Because
1: now he doesn't have home field clinched. Well, he will. he clinch it. you watch the weekend, he'll clinch it. But let's, let's look at the standings real quick. Um, in the AFC, let's go to the right there real quick. The England's 12-3, right? So all they got to do is win this weekend, and they clinched it. Denver with four losses. Kansas City with five. Kansas City still has a chance to uh, to win the division, I believe Cincinnati with four losses. So if New England lost two in a row, yes. But by losing this game on purpose, you put Pittsburgh out of the playoff. You don't want Pittsburgh if you're New England. Trust me. You want the Jets or somebody like that. I think with the Pistol that's the Jets, they played a real game. I'm just telling you. It's it's um, trust me on this, Quinn. Trust me on what I'm saying here. Oakland, it it could be 8-8. and But Kansas City and the Jets, Pittsburgh. That's where it's going to come down to. Uh, Any chance Kansas City doesn't know, Kansas City has actually clinched a playoff berth. I apologize. So it's really the six seeds up for grabs. Is it going to be really the Jets or Pittsburgh? I mean, that's really what the drama. Or it could be possibly Kansas City coming in there and getting a a first-round home game. So... That could happen as well, but I really think Buffalo's going to beat the Jets. It's in Buffalo, and Pittsburgh's going to beat Cleveland, and Pittsburgh's going to win the AFC if they can get in there and do something. I just don't understand how they lost to Baltimore. I, I don't get it.
3: It's a rivalry game. That's really the only explanation.
1: Oh, there he is. Jonathan Miklos from Wayne Sports Talk. Jonathan, how you doing, my friend?
2: Oh, man, I'm I'm doing wonderful. You know, spending my time in South Florida. It's a it's a nice, beautiful night out here. I was actually uh, just was on the phone with uh, my family for a while. Um, you know, it's that time of the year where it seems like I'm on the phone twenty four seven. How y'all doing?
1: I don't I don't have yeah. family, man. I'm alone. I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> were
3: Were you licking your wounds from uh? How some of your betting went earlier because didn't you pick North Carolina State and Memphis? Um,
2: I gotta be honest uh. with you. Uh, I haven't watched any football today. Um, so right. let me let me start by saying that. A. B. Um, thanks for
3: reminding me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I I did have a small bet on Memphis today, plus three points. I figured that'd be a tight game. Uh, that that punt return really flips the game. Um, and um, the NC State-Mississippi State game I actually backed away from uh, from, from betting on that one. Uh-oh. The more I looked at it, the more I'm like, oh, Mississippi State's going to win this game. <laughs> what, what am I talking about? It was it was just like <laughs> how much. I mean, Dak Prescott. I mean, if that kid ain't an NFL quarterback I, I don't know
1: who is. That's what I told you. You think Dak's going to go out a loser? Come on. I mean, you don't, you don't read the last chapter, the last page, and see Dak Prescott not right away on a horse, you know. I mean, we <laughs> knew what was coming. But what what did you think about the kid from Memphis, the player, knocking down the the uh, equipment manager for Auburn, stealing the ball and flipping off the crowd, Johnson? We haven't talked about that with you yet.
2: So I caught that on Twitter. Um, I was actually – at that point, I, I was wrapping up my uh, my celebration of Barcelona winning today, um, and yeah, I was watching soccer. To, to thanks for the gambling habit. Um, but uh, uh, what 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 I what I gathered from that was this kid's immature. This kid's ridiculous. And then I saw how he had had that pick six earlier, and how he wouldn't give the ball to the refs, and how he was just really showboating. And I have a big issue with that. If that kid is is, is a uh, underclassman, or you know, he's returning he's next senior. year. He's a
1: senior. He's a senior. He's been kicked so off he, the he, team. And he, I'm like, well, what does it matter? He's been kicked off the team.
2: He's a senior. Mm-hmm. So he got lucky that he's that he's not an underclassman. I think it's a travesty. He just costs himself any chance of going to the NFL. Um, and, and, it, and really, it's a shame to, to 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 see that. Uh, you know. I saw the video, and I, I just shook my head and went, really? Like, what, what are you doing? You just got smoked, and you're going to pull a stupid stunt like that. Uh, it, it's a joke. <laughs> um, if he injured, and, and I will say this, it's one of the few times you're going to hear me, you know, go in this little soapbox, but if he injured the manager in any way, I believe Let's charges
1: ball. need to be filed against that. Guy. I think they do anyway. Hell, with injuries, you tax the man. That's not a football player. They mm-hmm. wasn't in pads and a helmet. If I was Auburn team, I would have taken him. I would have taken him outside that stadium and I would have beaten him to death. I mean, but I guess Auburn's a little too classy for that. But mm-hmm. that's what I'd have done with the little bastard. Takes it in, well, it takes it in, thirteen to seven. Louisville, mm-hmm. right now. Well,
3: well,
1: mm-hmm.
3: if you saw it, he did it when there were no players around.
1: Wait, the players we're back in the locker room, all right. Had I been in the stands of that game, just say if I was watching that game, and I saw that, I would have got to beat him to the dang tunnel and whip the shit out of him. That's what I would have done right there on the field. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking that ball, mm-hmm. I would have got on the FCN, baby. i had been like, hey. And I don't know. Hey. Well, Johnson, man, what'd you think about um, what'd you think about Chip Kelly being fired from from Philadelphia? I disagree with that. I don't know what you think, but I'm in the minority because people think I'm crazy. But I just think that's stupid. You, you let him make all the changes to your team, and then all of a sudden you fire him, Johnson. I mean, I don't get it. I just don't. Well,
2: it's funny. If you pay attention to my Twitter feed, I actually posted a message to me and one of my good friends last night where we were discussing which NFL jobs were going to be open. And I said, the Eagles are going to fire Chip Kelly. And I was told, no, why would that happen? They just gave him full control, da-da-da. And I go, something doesn't smell right there. The team's gotten worse in three years. He took the best offensive line in football and went ahead and got rid of, you know, uh, two of his guards. He went ahead and had LaShawn McCoy, who was an excellent football player for him, and went ahead and traded him and said it was for money, but then brought in DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews at the same exact cap. They all the money DeMarco Murray didn't use him, traded a second-round pick and Nick Foles to Sam Bradford, which was an addition of 15 to the cap. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. It was stupid. Chip Kelly, what wound up happening... From what I heard last night was, you know, there was a meeting between him and Lurie. Lurie told him, look, I want somebody else to make a personnel decision. Chip said, I'd rather quit. And Lori said, you're fired then. And I'm a, I'm 100% behind that. I agree. Look, Chip Kelly's ego is bigger than his talent right now. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room whenever, no matter where he is, and it's proven that that's
3: false.
2: Uh, this team has digressed last season. The offensive line's gotten worse. The offense in general has gotten worse all three years. The defense has not improved at all. And I think it was time for them to move on. Does Chip Kelly go back to the college ranks? No, nobody has an opening. Nobody's going to fire the coach they just hired to get him. I don't think anybody uh, that a big enough school is going to fire their coach to go after Chip Kelly. So I think what's going to happen is either Miami's going to throw stupid money at him or Tennessee's going to bring him in because in Tennessee at least he'll already have a quarterback that he knows that he wants. And I think that's a big thing with Chip Kelly is that, you know, he was he was so busy trying to find a quarterback that he wanted that he kind of neglected the rest of the team. Um, and I think to go to Tennessee, A, it would be a rebuilding project for him so he'd get to show off, you know, I'm the smartest guy in the room, look what I built, and B, he already has the quarterback. So, I honestly, I think his best fit right now is Tennessee. And if it doesn't work at Tennessee, he'll be back in the college ranks. You can bet on that.
1: So Jonathan, we were we were talking some NFL, and I'm still shaking my head right now at how Pittsburgh uh, just just choked away any chance almost of making the playoffs. But if the Jets lose on the road at Buffalo, and if Pittsburgh wins against Cleveland, Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. And you you remember me saying this? You can ask Couch Potato Sonny Clark. I was hoping he'd call in. Belichick threw that game on purpose, I say, Jonathan. He did not want Pittsburgh in playoffs. He does not want that. I'm telling you.
2: I keep hearing that and it's funny. Um, you know, I heard from a couple of Patriot fans where they said, Well, you know, Belichick just threw the game and doesn't to see Pittsburgh and then I heard, you know, from other Patriot fans, well, he didn't necessarily throw the game, if you will. But he went in there with a vanilla game plan and said, Look, either, you know, we're gonna win because we're just, you know, athletically better. Or, you know, we're going to take our loss and move on I don't think he's all too worried about whether or not he's going to get the number one seed I think he'll accomplish that against Miami um, And I honestly, I don't think he wants to play the Jets Because the Jets have always given him a hard time So whether it's the Jets or the Steelers That's probably going to, be, going to be who he sees in, the, in the, the divisional round And I don't think, honestly, he has a preference between the two Do I think he'd rather face the Jets? Yeah, of course I mean, you know, he sees them more often. He knows what he's going with, and I think he'd rather face Fitz, Fitzpatrick than Roethlisberger. But at the end of the day, I think Belichick got a little too cute. He might outcoach himself a little bit. Um, but I think at the same time, he was just trying to protect his players and make sure that he has, you know, guys who are healthy going into
1: the playoffs. And I think that's what he uh, worries about more than anything than who he's playing. Yeah, and I, I think, I think, do you think Buffalo is going to be able to beat the Jets? in Buffalo. I, I think, think you know you always have that week seventeen upset.
2: I think it's gonna be a great game. I think Buffalo's gonna give the Jets all they can handle. Uh you know, they have nothing to lose at this point and they're out of position they're out of position in the draft where, you know, when, you know win or lose, it doesn't really matter. They're kind of stuck into where they're drafting in that teens area. So I don't think it really matters to them too much whether they're drafting twelve or, or seventeen. Um so Buffalo, I think, is they're going to try and win this game and send, their, send the crowds off with the, you know, send the home crowd off with the victory. And an eight and eight year would be a great accomplishment for the Buffalo Bills. Well,
3: um,
2: I yeah. don't know if defensively they can do enough though. I think maybe Yamar you know, Williams, I know, it's checked out. Um, he has said as much. So I don't know how that's going to affect the defense entirely. And that defense hasn't been very good this year, contrary to popular belief. Um, if the Jets defense gets out of Tyrod Taylor, I think it's gonna be a long day for Buffalo. Uh, I, I think the Jets actually pull this one out, but it's gonna be like twenty to seventeen.
1: Well, just an update, real quick. Louisville's quarterback just ran sixty-one yards for a touchdown on A&M to go up, probably twenty to seven. John, Texas A&M's a hot garbage mess right now, but there's a penalty. Hold on, let's see what it is. Well, penalty. Here's the personal foul. Face mask on the defense. Take a touchdown, and they'll do it on the kickoff. But um, couldn't you see Chip Kelly coming to A&M after they've run? I mean, if you're A&M, are you really going to bring someone back after both of your five-star quarterbacks left? And looking at this dumpster fire defense and looking at the dumpster fire offense, I'm I'm very concerned another year in A&M could really run off some recruits. I mean, really bad. Chip Kelly to A&M right now would set the world on fire.
2: It, it would, but it, you gotta you gotta understand the financial ramifications of that decision. Kevin Sumlin's contract guaranteed um, these last two years, and at this point, it's a fifteen million dollar buyout. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't think anyone wants to pony up fifteen million to buy out Kevin Sumlin right now. They they pretty much said as much when they didn't fire him, um, you know, on Black Friday. You know, a month ago. Are you gonna Are so, you gonna watch
1: this every week for another year? I mean, are you gonna pony up to fifteen? or Are you gonna sit here and watch uh, football get ran up your butt every game?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I, you're right. Though that that's that's a tough question because you know defensively they should be a lot better. Um, no doubt about it. They
1: have talent there. We know this. We've seen it. Um All
3: about the boosters. Chavis, Chavis I mean, is
1: Chavis is on suicide watch right now for leaving LSU.
3: Oh,
2: you know what, that, you know, And if they weren't in a lawsuit, I bet you Chavis would go back.
1: If they weren't in a lawsuit,
2: he'd go back.
1: He would crawl back and he'd say, Les Miles, you are God, and I worship you. Would you let uh, me come I mean, back to your team? Because Texas A&M is garbage. I picked Louisville for a reason. People say, oh, you're an SEC guy. Sure, I like the SEC. But did I think A&M was going to beat Louisville? God, no. With what? <laughs> yeah. They can't tackle. They 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 can't score, so I mean that's a bad recipe when you're playing in a bowl game. But anyway, didn't mm-hmm. want to get off topic. But 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 here, Pete, a uh, big dog here, sent me a message. Belichick is smart for that boneheaded, too smart for the boneheaded ov- overtime move. I have to agree with you. He planned this loss, so somebody agrees. Why would Belichick do that in overtime? Even his, play, it's his team was stunned, like and everything. It's stupid in overtime. You take the ball first. You have the best quarterback in the world. You score a touchdown, the game's over. You give it to the Jets, they go down and score, and it's over. It's just something didn't smell right, Jonathan.
2: I know why. I can tell you. So, what happened was the Patriots scored one offensive touchdown all game, right? It was the last touchdown. And that drive was like pulling teeth. They had to convert two fourth downs. I think it was a fourth and two and a fourth and seven. Um, You know, it was really hard for them to score. So I think one of the ways Belichick was looking at it was, look, our defense. Um, I trust my defense to keep them in check. And if it wasn't for the pass interference call, now from Butler, the Jets are punting that ball. I mean, we got to remember it was one pass interference that kept that drive alive. So I think his logic yeah. was, let's say the Jets are punt. We get a three and out. The Jets punt. We take over at like somewhere between our own 30 and our own 40. If we get a good punt return, we're already in field goal and ready to win. And I, I think that was more the line of thinking there. And you know, I think if Malcolm Butler doesn't get called for that PI, I think the Patriots win that game twenty-three twenty.
1: Okay. Well, I just had to throw it out there. Then uh, Arizona going or they're at home. Jonathan six and a half. What's funny about this is Carolina and Arizona are playing at the same time four twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, did they do that on
0: purpose? Yes, just, uh, that they was both a one other. o'clock game.
1: Yeah. So you can't say so if Carolina wins the the one o'clock game, Arizona could actually dump that game on purpose and Vegas could be, you know, it could put people in a bad situation. Just think if you, if you, if you watch Carolina early, you know, they're going to win. All of a sudden you throw a huge bet in it on Seattle because Arizona is going to get the two seed anyway. Vegas could be in trouble, couldn't they? And
3: they very well
2: could. And the NFL is put of this. This is something that's been going on. It's a gambler tactic that's been going on for a couple of years where, um, as they like to call it, you can rig a parlay. Um, and and I, I think it's an interesting idea that the NFL decided we'll make them both four o'clock games. It's kind of like Major League Baseball on the final day of the year when they're like, <laughs> all right, all the games start at one. Um, and <laughs> that, that way nobody has an advantage, nobody's watching the mm-hmm. scoreboard. I mean, the, the interesting idea here is Arizona now has to play for the game. Seattle, what are you playing for? You know, that that's my big question for Seattle is what are you playing for? If you know Arizona's going to come out and try and win this game, and you know their defense is pretty good, they can get at you. Wouldn't you all be better off just saying, let's protect Russell Wilson. We'll play him for a little yeah. bit. Get him out of Dodge. we got to play next week. And it's not for nothing, but if you're Seattle, would you rather go play the NFC North, probably Green Bay? Would you rather go play at Green Bay or at Washington right now? And I think you'd rather go play at Green Bay right now. Green Bay looks much more vulnerable From Washington. Um, I know it's sad it's sad, to say,
1: but you're right, You're right. I mean, Green Bay's offensive line is terrible. They have no mm-hmm. weapons whatsoever. Yeah, I would rather play. I would play them. You're right. Excuse me. I mean, so I think
2: the goes this game. And I think Carolina, and you're going to have to hear this, but I think Carolina's in for a dogfight. Um, Jameis hasn't quit, and that's that's what I love about him is that we've had a very tough year and eh, <laughs> saw this coming, and he hasn't quit. I think the Bucs are going to give Carolina a very good fight. I think it's going to be more like a three-quarter game, um, and then I think Carolina will pull away in the fourth. And and that, that falls into the whole – I mean, if Carolina's up, let's say, 27-0 at halftime, Arizona's going to see that, and maybe they see everybody if Seattle's playing, and they said, "All right, well, you know, let's just roll with it." Um, but I don't know how much scoreboard watching they're actually doing the NFL with a live game mm-hmm. like that. So it, it set up the NFL. I but, think did a great job with it uh, from every standpoint, but I mean, mostly gamblers, right?
1: Yeah. Well, hold on, guys. We got Gary on the line. Let's see, Gary, where are you from? Hey, hello. Hello, oh,
0: yeah. Gary. What can we do you? Are you willing to tell me the truth?
1: The whole truth to nothing but the truth. So help me, God.
0: Did you start using heroin and meth?
1: Uh, no, not yet. Were you worried about it? Worried about what?
0: You're either going to tell the truth here, or we're done. <laughs> it's, an automa- it's an automated message. Come on. Is this the first boy that you had sex with?
1: <laughs> what? Well, these, people, these people are. Uh, I'm not Bill no
3: Clinton.
1: No I ball. know what is. is. Yeah, you know, You got time to to do that, man. Jesus, there's some idiots out there, man. Again, Mama's basic. sir filling up all over the world right now. But the Panthers are not going to lose this game, Johnson. They're they're, they're pissed after that loss to Atlanta. And honestly, I think they they kind of, you know, they've been arresting people and doing stuff. I just don't think they were ready for – I didn't think – I don't think Carolina realized Atlanta was going to fight them that hard, Johnson. It looks like they came in to fight. Once Atlanta started fighting, Carolina was like, I don't want to fight this hard to win. And that—that's that, exactly what I saw. Credit Atlanta, but Carolina didn't have enough fight in them. They're I think they just—the seasons worn them down. I think they took the the game off. Would you agree with that?
2: I, I don't know if they took the game off, but I agree. I don't think they expected Atlanta to come out and punch them in the mouth like they did, especially after you know two weeks ago when they walked all over them. Uh, that hail married to Julio Jones, I think, he completely flipped the game around. I think after that, Carolina started panicking a little. They're like, oh, you know, that whole oh god, we're gonna lose this game. Now, saying that, Whoa. I think it was the best and worst thing to happen to Carolina. It's the worst thing because nobody ever wants to lose. You know, that's all. That's that, that's just that's the you know nature of the beast. But it's the best thing because Carolina's lost now. Now they're mad. Now they're angry. The whole undefeated talk thing's over. They don't have that you know that show distraction. Um, and I think it's going to help them refocus. Now, I will say that I think the Odell Beckham thing, that situation, really distracted them this week. They fielded a lot of questions about that. They had to deal with a lot of stuff about the whole debate and did you say Sounds these like, words, that was and a da, good da 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 point.
1: Good point. Great point, I, I think, I think why, that was huge. That's why you're on the show. That's why you're on here. Well, um, uh, Look, here's what's going to happen. Carolina's going to take it. They're going to win this game, I think. This is just an opinion. I'm not Dame, I can't tell you everything. But um, going through just a couple of games real quick before we get into college. Quinn, Green Bay, Minnesota, Green Bay by three. Who do you like?
3: Uh, I like Green Bay. I think they'll
2: uh, Jonathan. I'm going to take Green Bay as well.
1: I'm going to take Minnesota because, well, God, y'all just really hurt me here. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. All right, that's enough said. We all think the Cardinals will beat the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lions and Bears, oh, my. Bears favored one, Quinn. Who do you like?
3: Uh, I think the Bears will win.
1: Of course you do. Jonathan detroit
2: who cares i mean who cares um, <laughs> I, I, god what a terrible game why Um uh, i mean uh, let, let me go ahead and stare and stare into a magic ball hold on i gotta shake it first hold on hold on will the bears win someday it's an ask again later hold on i'm, I'm asking later um okay so the bears are going that game because Detroit's firing their coach anyways, whether they win or lose. He's getting fired, so I don't think John Caldwell really much cares. Um, I think this game is more for Austin, uh, their defensive coordinator, trying to showcase for a head coaching job, which he rightfully deserves. Bears win this game two to nothing.
1: I'm going to go with the Lions, and um, let's move on to college real quick, guys. Tomorrow is a big, big day. That's what we're here for, and you know, Bama fans, they won't come out before the game. But if they win, they'll be showing up, wanting to talk about the Tide and all these rules. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. If Michigan State wins, you can bury Bama fans for a year. It's safe and can'll probably run out of town because mm-hmm. if they lose this game, Jonathan, if State can lose it to Michigan State, I could see him walking off and just saying, "Screw this." I'm done. He don't want to go with the stress.
2: he's he's too late in life to be worrying about, you know, Jim Bob and all his friends popping out the woodwork trying to, you know, (laughs) poison his tree.
1: (laughs) Well, this is the best game of the day, and I don't care what people say. Uh, I think this could be the championship game, but we're going to move over real quick, and we're going to start. We're going to talk about these last two last, the best two last, but... Your Florida State Seminoles favored seven over Houston. I think this is a game that Florida State doesn't want to be in and I think it's a game that Houston does. So watch out, Jonathan, because Houston can put up some points. If Florida State's not motivated, it could be it could get ugly.
2: Well, let me start by saying Florida State is motivated. Uh we're you know, we've been in a DCS, you know, group of six bowl well, now six years in a row. We're just as motivated for this game as we were for the Orange Bowl in 2012 when we played Northern Illinois. Anytime we get to play in a big game and a big stage, Jimbo gets his troops ready. Um,
3: okay. I think Florida
2: State wins this game by 10 to 14 points. Uh, Greg Ward Jr. is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. and I think he's going to give our defense some fits early. But I honestly think our front seven is going to wind up dominating their front five. We're going to go ahead and pull out a victory. Uh, like, you know, thirty to to seventeen, somewhere in that range.
1: Well well Jonathan, you know, you see Memphis, you know, that's the same kind of caliber team. Um you saw what a physical Auburn team with more talent could do, just shut that team down. I expect to see the kind of the same kind of game, you know, that I saw with Auburn Memphis. Quinn, are you seeing something you see Houston with a chance to, to beat Florida State? Not at
3: all. I think uh Florida State beats them like forty five to fourteen. I say four touchdown plus
1: blow up But how's Houston going to run the how's Houston going to run the football? And and the reason I say that is to beat Florida State, to beat a team that, with that kind of front, um, you got to be able to run the ball. Then you got to throw, Jonathan. I just don't see Houston able to run the football, which is going to kill them. I mean,
2: you know. Wh- when people look at Houston's offense, and they want to talk about how fantastic it is, and it's very good. I enjoyed watching Houston this year. I thought they were an excellent football team. Um, I, I, I do want to say we've seen this before. This isn't anything new to us. We played Clemson. All right? We held Clemson to 23 points. For most of the game, it was 16 until that last touchdown run um, with, what, minute and a half left. I mean, th- this is really, I think, where Florida State has the advantage of playing in the ACC, where we've seen uh, an offense like this before. We've been able to bottle Uh it up. We've been able to contain it. And I I think our athletes are just better than theirs. Tom Herman is a great coach. And when they get better athletes into Houston, watch out. This is going to be a team that's going to start BCS Boston like nobody's business. But right now, today, tomorrow, I'm laying the seven points. Not worried about it at all.
1: Okay. I am too. And Tennessee... Going to play Northwestern, I think this this is a skull dragging. Uh, Tennessee is going to wipe the floor with Northwestern. It's not even going to be close, guys. Tennessee probably put up 40. They're going to kill them, Jonathan. Me and Quinn think they're going to kill them. What do you think?
2: Uh, Northwestern's got a defense that's pretty pesky. We saw how they handled uh, Stanford's offense pretty well shut them down. Um, I think they're going to keep this close for about a quarter, maybe half a quarter. And Tennessee just gonna open it up. I think Josh Dobbs is gonna to be too much for him. Uh, Tennessee wins this game, run it away. I'm laying eight points all day.
1: Yeah, and Tennessee's sending a message right here too, like for next year. They're gonna they're gonna end up in the top fifteen probably close to that. Um and they're gonna probably start top fifteen next year and they're gonna control their destiny. I think they're a good team. But um the Florida Gators Getting four points against Michigan, you know. At first, I thought, "Oh, this will be a blowout." But the longer this game, the longer I think about it, Quinn. I could see Florida pulling the upset on Michigan, and then the month, no way in Florida can Florida find a way to score. That's the key.
3: No, they're gonna have unless Treon Harris started eating a bunch of Wheaties or something with stuff mixed in. They're gonna have the same problem. I don't even, I don't know if Florida will score. So I'm saying Michigan wins by twenty one
1: plus. No, Michigan won't score probably thirteen points, Jonathan, against Florida. But the question is oh, Yeah, true, is, I forgot that
3: offense.
1: 17 yeah, That's more well, realistic. Jonathan, what do you think?
2: I I think Florida's a little checked out right now. Um Treon Harris is obviously an awful quarterback. I mean, that's the best you've got going on. I'm sorry. That's that's bad. Um, their defense, they just dismissed Alec, uh, Alex McAllister, who was their best pass rusher. I think that's a huge edge to Michigan. Um, and, you know, we've seen some disciplinary issues with Florida. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of kids got suspended between now and the bowl game. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, they're playing in front of their home crowd. I go, yeah, well, I, there's a lot of Michigan people in Florida. People forget that we're transplants Yeah. Snowbirds. So I mean yeah, no I mean, you know, no, I got I got friends going to this game who are Michigan fans. Um so no doubt about it. I, I think Michigan takes care of business. I think they win this game somewhere around, you know, I think it seems like the Florida, Florida State game to be honest with you. Where at Michigan's gonna well, score, I'm... you know, like twenty points. And Florida will score about three. Um, the only way Florida has a chance in this is if it's like the Florida Georgia game two years ago. Where they ran for 350 yards. The only way they got a shot in there. Look, look,
1: look, I'm not picking Florida, but something's telling me, guys, that something's going to happen in this game. But I can't pick them because of that bum quarterback they had. I mean, what a bum. I mean, seriously. I mean, I couldn't pick them against Arkansas State right now I feel good about it. So I'm going to go with Harbaugh and the Wolverines here. And if you think Saban put hell on you, Carball is going to do the same thing. And that's that's really what it boils down to. The defense of Michigan will dominate their offense. I think Florida's going to hang around with Michigan defensively for about 3 quarters and they're going to tire out or get pissed off and say, "You know what? Same old offense. We're not And and also, how many of those players for Florida, Jonathan, are getting ready to go to the NFL? Are they going to go out there and risk it for a game that really means nothing? Get hurt.
2: Well, from from what I heard from Florida's camp was McIlwain was if he declared for the draft, he didn't let you practice the first week uh to get, you know, the, to get ready for the ball game. So I know he's already trying to, you know, shuffle some of the guys out. Um I think it's an it's an odd situation right now. Uh what's going on in Gainesville? I don't know what McIlwain's doing or what he thinks he's doing. It's, hey, it's odd. Idiot. I'm laying the points all day. I mean, no doubt about it.
1: I feel more comfortable with the money line. But let, let's talk about, and Quinn, I'm, I know you're chomping at the bit, but hold on just a second about your other game. Ole Miss is playing Oklahoma State. My advice is to lay the points, baby. Lay the points, Jonathan. Oklahoma State's going to give up about 60 in this game. And uh, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. Good. I,
2: I, I haven't peaked at the over-under yet. But I'm thinking about betting over. Half. All
0: right,
2: yeah, I'm betting you over. I think it'll, there's going be over,
1: a lot of it. will be over score. at halftime.
2: It'll be over at halftime. Yeah, I mean, I think – I just, just like is... the
1: uh, Baylor-North Baylor, Carolina game uh, you bet
2: uh, over on uh, right. last night. Don't even get me started on that game. Um, I uh, – <laughs> I'm I, I looking at it. I think it's going to go over. I think you're going to see a lot of points scored. Both teams, I think, are motivated to be there. Ole Miss, because of what happened last year against ECU, they want to prove, hey, look, that wasn't us. Um, I, I think this is going be a good game. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to stay away from the spread. Um, I think Ole Miss is a more talented team, but I think the situation with the, Nim- the Nimkin-Deeche brothers uh, is a little bit of stank on their defense. And Oklahoma State can score quick. Uh, We've seen it already this year. So I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm going to take Ole Miss uh, to win, but I don't know about the line right now.
1: I don't think Oklahoma State's going to score that much. I watched them play, look, and we're going to talk about the most overrated team in college football when we discuss Oklahoma-Clemson in a minute, but I watched them play Oklahoma and I'm just like, man, what a pissy team. I mean, what a crappy team Oklahoma State is to me. And I'm just, I'm sorry, guys, that in your rival game, you lose like that. Let's see who they beat. They beat Central Michigan, Central Arkansas, UTSA. I don't even know who that is. Who is UTSA? T-
3: University
2: of
1: San Antonio. Yeah, they beat them. They beat Texas by three. They beat Kansas State by two. They beat West Virginia by seven. They they did beat Kansas. They, they get up 53 to Texas Tech in a win. They lost to Baylor by 10. That's what Baylor with no quarterback. They lost by, what is it, 35 points against Oklahoma. Now they're going to come to play Ole Miss with a two-game losing streak. Ole Miss will dust these guys. I'm telling you. Ole Miss, lay the points, feel good about it. And let's move on to the Rose Bowl. Stanford, Iowa, Quinn. Uh, Iowa's a good little football team, but Stanford's going to run all over them. I'm sorry, Stanford. I like – I like Stanford.
3: I think, I think, I think Stanford is like a seven-point favorite. I think they'll cover that. I think it'll be a good – if you want to see Smash Mouth football, that'll be the game to watch. I think it'll be a good game.
1: I don't know if Stanford will cover Jonathan, but I think it win.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure about covering that. I think it's going to be a dogfight to the end. Um, Iowa's a good team. They're pesky. Uh, it'll be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, you know, McCaffrey's not going to run for 200 some odd yards against them. You know, it's, yeah, the the big difference, I think, in this game is the fact that Stanford is a little more explosive outside, and I think that's going to give them the slight advantage. You know, I could see this being the 16-13 type game for a late field goal is what wins
1: it. Yeah. Then uh, Notre Dame, a 1 o'clock Eastern kickoff. I'll get to watch that one at least. I'll be home for New Year's Day. Thank God I get to watch all these football games. And, um, Quinn, Notre Dame is getting six and a half, and something tells me that Notre Dame's about to take Ohio State behind the woodshed. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, Notre Dame's a very highly bet on team, and they're underdog six and a half. It's Vegas trying to – Make us take Notre Dame in a sucker bet. Is Ohio State going to come out there and crush them? Win? I'm scared of this game. I, I think Notre Dame wins, but if that line was at three, I would feel better about it. But that six and a half is telling me something. It's like, is Ohio State going to skull drag Notre Dame?
3: Uh, I hope not. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll be a skull drag. And just. Just because uh, Notre Dame has the talent to keep up, I th- I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a touchdown game. I think it'll be really close.
0: I don't Do know like? which way
3: it'll go. I hope Notre Dame.
1: No, well, I mean, who are you picking, man? I hope to uh, get a million dollars tomorrow, but <laughs> I won't pick on this one. Okay, Jonathan, I know you're going with Ohio State, aren't you?
2: No, nah, I'm taking Notre Dame money line. I don't think Ohio State's motivated to be there. Um, I think they're suffering from the whole uh, you know, downtrodden belief of, you know, we should be in the playoff crap. Um, I, 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 Ohio State has yeah. players who don't want to be there. Ezekiel Elliott shouldn't should be playing in this game. Let me let me make that perfectly clear. Um, after oh. the traffic incident, he got into And I don't care. Well, it, you know, he did that. No, 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 no. no. No, 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 no. He knew his, A, he knew his license was suspended. Don't lie to me, okay? People who get pulled over with suspended license, no. <laughs> B, he did get pulled over. He wrecked his car. Like, even better. I mean, you crashed your, I mean, the fact that he crashed his car is warning enough for me to say, look, he's got other things going on right now. Maybe he needs to stay home and focus on that. He's going into the draft anyways. I mean, what you got to worry about in the fact that off the field, he's still on his own draft stop. Um... Uh, I just don't know if Erwin Meyer is going to have this team settled. I think Notre Dame is going to be, you know, ready to go. They're going to be geared up. They're frustrated because they lost two games this year that they easily could have won against teams who are very, very good teams, excellent football teams. I think Notre Dame wins outright, and I, I don't think this is going to be a dog fight to the end. I think this is one of those games where Notre Dame goes ahead and pulls out. You know, wins. I don't know. Let's say thirty-eight to twenty-seven.
1: See, I think, uh, I do think Notre Dame's more battle tested. I think, you know, they knew they weren't getting into the playoff. Uh, they lost a close game against Stanford, but I, I think you're right. I, I think mentally, too. I think Notre Dame's a lot tougher. They have a better coach. Um, a lot of these players are pointing fingers already. They didn't get in the playoff. Who they're blaming. But Quinn, I know you don't like to hear this probably, but I'm picking Notre Dame to, to win this game. I'm surely taking the sixth and a half, but. I just think Notre Dame's a better team. I honestly do. I, I I think this Notre Dame team's for real. They could be a Final Four team, had they got another bounce one time. I know they. I think they got screwed out of a game somewhere, but Notre Dame could be a playoff team. I like them. So let's let's get to the nitty gritty right here. Oh, hold on, hold on! I forgot a couple. Georgia, Penn State, Georgia and Penn State. Uh, Georgia's without a coach right now. They know Kirby Smart's coming. I think this is an audition for Kirby Smart. I think these players are going to come out and play very hard for Kirby Smart, especially the underclassmen that want to play. Um, I like Georgia big in this game, Jonathan. Penn State's offense sucks. Georgia's defense rocks. I think Hackenberg's going to be called Sackenberg after this game.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think George's defense just gets up after I mean, Penn State made a great, great decision to change up their offensive coordinator. Uh, but obviously, we're not going to see the effect right away. Um, I, I'm going to take George to win this game, but this is one of those bowl games where I look at it and go, why? Like, I'm not intrigued by this. I think this is two teams who, in all honesty, have very, very, very disappointing years, and you're just trying to figure out who wants to get out the door first. You know, who who wants to just go go home and end this? Um because it's just been it's been a long year for both squads, but I think Georgia wins this game. I think this is one of those games where you're going to hear SEC fans chanting, and you're going to stop and go, shut up, just, just 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 shut up right now. Because this thing yeah. about the SEC, this is about Penn State just ain't even want to be there right now. So just be happy Georgia's doing something.
1: Well, I'll go back to Sonia's comments other night and and, and what she said. I've, I've been thinking about it. And what do you think, Jonathan? When she said that it doesn't change the perception of a conference. Like Nebraska beating UCLA like it did, it didn't make the Big Ten look good. But it kind of does, doesn't it? Yes.
2: I mean, I think in certain circumstances it does. Uh, But I think you have to look at the circumstances as a whole. I mean, Nebraska beating UCLA the way they did would you say it makes the Big Ten look better? Yeah, I would also say Nebraska's is better than a 5-17. Sure. and seven team. I mean, I've I watched them time and time again this year where they had a shot to win. The, the ball would literally bounce the mm. wrong way. Um, well,
1: I'm so, just saying, I mean, I I'm think just the saying, saying it makes is a better them look conference? good. Yeah, because, yeah and, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because they they lost some games and, and they weren't good enough to get six wins in a conference. So if they if they end up whole game at five wins and they come out and, and – and pistol whip, the U C L A team that that's supposed to be the you know, the cat's Meow out West, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It makes it look better. If that lost it made it look worse. I mean, if if if, if U C L A beat Nebraska twenty one, you'd be like, Wow, damn but it but it really makes Michigan State look stronger to me like Nebraska is a team to beat Michigan State. I mean, so it's not really a fluke loss, really, or it was, but it makes me think less about it. But anyway, Quinn, who are you going to win? Georgia or Penn State?
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Georgia.
1: All right. Big Dog, I see you in the queue. If you want in, press one. If you don't, you just want to listen, just stay right there. Kansas State getting 13 points against Arkansas. I really like this game, Liberty Bowl. Arkansas Johnson will pound and pound and pound Kansas State's in trouble. <laughs> they're going to get they're going to get beat down and whipped Arkansas is going to prove a point in this game
2: yeah this is just going to be like the Arkansas Texas game last year exactly what it's going to be like you know Kansas State they're a scrappy team but they're just not talented enough this year uh, Arkansas on the other hand. I mean, if Bealama was able to coach that team the second half, the first half of the season, like he does the second half, they'd be an SEC contender. Um, I think Arkansas wins this game running away. You know, thirty to six yeah. it wouldn't surprise
1: me at all. I agree. I think, I think forty forty-one to thirteen. Yeah. Arkansas is going to put forty on them. Mm-hmm. All right, West Virginia, Arizona State, the I don't give a crap game. I'm going to pick uh, West Virginia in this one, Quinn.
3: I'm going to go with West Virginia, too.
1: Jonathan, real quick, who are you going with? I don't care. Uh, <laughs>
2: I mean, okay. I agree. That's, I that's, a, that's the
1: best pick of them all right there. You're actually more accurate than me and Quinn, probably, by saying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't make a pick on this game, so I'm not going to. I just don't care. Okay, all right. All right, Oregon and the. The funnest game of the day, Oregon D. U over under seventy nine. I will be watching that game, and you know what? You want to see some points? <laughs> Tune over to two teams that couldn't couldn't tackle me, and, and watch this game. And watch watch receivers, running back, quarterbacks, whoever gets a ball in their hand, be running and up in open space all night long. I've looked at this 100 ways, Jonathan, and all I can think of, whoever has the ball last will win. I'm thinking, one, the winner's going to be in the 50s, the loser's going to be in the low 50s or high 40s. So. And I'm going to go with the Oregon Ducks in this game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon as well. I'm, I'm betting the over 75. That's a gift. I'm surprised they didn't make that higher. Uh, Vegas, I takes over that. I mean, the fact that Dodson's out for TCU, uh, Blake going to go Blake is going to want to go out on top. Vernon Adams is going to want to go out on top. It's going to be a great matchup. It's going to be a classic game. Um, I just think Oregon, luckily, they have enough experience and enough depth on defense where they'll get that one stop um, at, over TCU.
3: Quinn? I'm going with TCU, and I think
1: it'll be a high-scoring
3: game like you guys said. Uh,
1: Vegas puts it 79. There's a no reason. <laughs> I, remember,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I remember Hawaii and Boise, maybe it was them or something. One year it was like 85, and I was like, oh, I'm going over. And everybody was 10-under, and they, they scored about
0: 120
1: in that game. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was crazy. Well, let, well, let's get on to the last two games before we get out there tonight. Uh, we still haven't gone over tonight's game. Southern Cal Wisconsin. I'm going to go with – shoot, I'm just going to go with – Southern Cal in that game, Jonathan. i
3: laying the three
1: points. Yeah. Everybody in agreement here?
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Tomorrow at 4 Eastern, New Year's Eve, the number one team in the country, 13, the Clemson Tigers. They are an underdog to the four-season Oklahoma Sooners that lost to Texas. And it really to me doesn't have a quality win under the bell John. I know people's on the job the Oklahoma bandwagon, they're all excited and everything, but I I just I like Clemson in this game. I don't know. I just think the ESPN has taken Oklahoma and just kissed their butt for so long that Vegas had to put the line up there. What do you think? I I like Clemson physically in this game.
2: Well, there's a couple things here. A hey, people are like, well, Oklahoma's the hottest team in football. Well, that's fine, but it's been a month since they played a game, so I think
3: momentum doesn't
2: factor into it as much. But she says, oh, I don't know, Clemson technically wouldn't they be the hottest team since they haven't lost all year? Um, <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, I will say, I think the suspensions that we saw come out last night for Clemson's going to make a huge difference. They lose their their kicker uh, and their their number two receiver. Um, I heard that's a backup kicker. Uh, no, Lance kick actually, I know he does the extra points in the kickoffs. I think they stopped doing field goals with him. So luckily they'll still have their field goal kicker. He can do the extra points, but he's, he's still, uh, he's still a part of the offense or part of the special team. Um, and I was, I was paying attention to a couple of my Clemson buddies. From what I heard, the kicker was busted for cocaine. Apparently this isn't, this is a well-known problem. So congratulations. Um, Deion Cain, losing him, obviously, is a huge problem. Um, I mean, you know, Deion Cain's been a very good receiver this year. It's going to create an issue uh, because they already lost Mike Williams at the beginning of the year. So, Arsene, Scott's really going to be going with a bunch of young kids outside. And that obviously favors Oklahoma. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's opened his mouth one too many times, though. Uh, I get the whole, you know, everybody's against you. That's fine and dandy, but it only goes so far (laughs) for – You just start kicking everybody off, and you're going to get your clock clean the first time somebody gets a chance. I think Clemson, Uh I'm going to say it right now, I'm going to take Clemson money line in this game. I think Clemson wins this game outright. They're the number one team in the nation for a reason. I got to see them up close and personal and study them for our game this year. And Deshaun Watson is by far the best quarterback in college football. And he's gonna find a way no to doubt. build his team to a victory tomorrow.
1: There you go. This reminds me of Cam Newton and the Auburn team in two thousand ten, Jonathan. That's what Clemson reminds me of. And Oregon is Oklahoma really to me. It's like that team that's hot, you know, and it's a hot thing. Oregon opened up a favorite over Auburn by three. By game time it was a pick 'em. Um I like Clemson, Quinn, and I'm not I've never batted an eye at this. Never. I've been on Clemson the whole time, and I'm going to stay on them. What do you think?
3: I'm going Oklahoma. Why? Uh, from what what I've seen, what I've seen from Clemson,
1: you, you've seen them, um, you've seen you've seen Oklahoma score on no defenses. They've beaten teams without quarterbacks. What makes you impressed with Oklahoma? A little punk quarterback that's going to get his clock cleaned.
3: Uh, from what they've done since that Texas game, they've they've. I don't care who you're facing, they've demolished everybody. I and I think and I think uh, and I think people are riding the Clemson hype train too much.
1: I think Clemson's getting. I don't think they're getting hype. I think Clemson's the underdog here. I'm taking it personal. If I'm Dabo, Jonathan. I'm oh I'm so happy I'm an underdog I'm 13 and 0 I'm number one and you're putting me an underdog you're talking about a chip on your shoulder Clemson's gonna come out with a major chip on their shoulder tomorrow night and I would love mm-hmm. to see Bob Stoops cry after the game and uh, <laughs> I, I can't stand him I can't stand him either so two versus one here we we both like Clemson Quinn you like Oklahoma let's get to the the main event tomorrow night the clash of the titans Number two, Bama. Number three, Michigan State. Alabama, 10-point favorite in this game. Uh, Michigan State's a good football team, but they're about to get railroaded. They're about to get punished. They're about to get punched in the nose, punched in the mouth. They're going to get skull drugged, pistol whipped, boat raced. You name it, Jonathan. I know you like Michigan State, but Nick Saban's bringing the pain to this Michigan State team tomorrow night. But you watch.
2: Well, oh, I, I think this is the best front seven that you know, Alabama might be going up against all year. Um, I think this front seven is going to be able to contain Derrick Henry. I mean, if he gets 190 190 yards of 45 carries, hats off That's not a good thing, though. I mean, let's be real. Once you start breaking that down, that's not a very good yards per carry system. So, uh, you know, what I, uh, average, I mean. So, what I'm looking at is, I think Michigan State's going to hold Henry to under 150 yards. I think they're going to force Coker to actually beat them in the air. And I don't know if Coker can do that. Whereas with Connor Cook, I think Connor Cook's good enough. I think he has enough, you know, he's talented enough as a quarterback to where he's not going to get flustered when they come after him. He's not going to make the dumb interception. He's not going to make the bad Uh throws. And it's not that he's not going to have air to breathe. They keep hearing, well, he's not going to have air to breathe. You know he can't get after a quarterback every play of every game. Let's be real for a second.
3: Right, but you can't
2: do that. I, I I love your optimism, Alabama fans. I really do. But it's not going to happen. I right, So I'm looking at this. Michigan State can run the ball just enough to where Cooks and be able to take advantage of them on the outside. And I think Michigan State, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it here, and I know it's going to bite me in the rear end. I'm taking the 10. There's no doubt about that. Give me some 10 points. I think this is a close game. I think this is a dogfight. But no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it right now on here: Michigan State beats
1: Alabama. No, lot of chance in hell, man. Quinn, what do you think, buddy?
3: Um, I think Michigan State coverage, but I don't think they'll win. No. But I will mention you guys beat. always talk about those ten point favorites can always be scary. And those ten-point yeah. favorites are the ones to be upset.
1: Mhm. I'm scared. Nah, I'm, I, I'm just joking. I mean, I I, I think Alabama's going to win, and and you know, with the month to prepare, with uh, you got to remember they've got what's his name Pruitt, uh, Georgia, the defensive guy, working with Kirby Smart. To make the best defense possible. I mean, Michigan State may not score, honestly, and I'm saying that to be realistic. They may not score. And and it's just not fair to have that kind of defense. You have three of the best defensive minds in football probably all together coming up with a plan, and you have an offense in Alabama that I think they're going to throw the football to open up the run. I think they're going to come out just like they did in 2011 against LSU, and they're going to throw the ball down the field. They're going to hurt Michigan State. They're going to spread them out and then they're going to Coker start shot, gushing throw that it a
3: Joker can throw, throw it down, it down,
1: the, down field. the field. <laughs> he can too. From What I've seen is, I mean, but but if he hits, that's the thing. He, he's got a really? strong arm. Probably the strongest in, he, he He's got the strongest arm in football. Probably. Wouldn't you agree, Jonathan? No,
2: I mean, Cook's has a strong arm, but I wouldn't go as far as to say he has the strongest... I
1: mean, um, but Quinn, Quinn acts like he's a. Well, what I'm saying is he's, like not he's not very accurate. He's
3: not very accurate. Oh, okay. He's not. Okay.
1: okay, that's what. Just say that then. Well, we'll say he can't throw. But I'm, I'm just saying this is how they're going to attack him, Quinn. To me, and I could be wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong.
3: Trust it's me. I hope work. Michigan
1: State. I hope Michigan State beats the piss out of them, but. I've watched this Alabama team, probably the best defense they've ever had. How are they going to score? That's what I'm wanting to know, that to win a game, you have to score a point, right, Jonathan? You have to be able to score a point to win. I would agree. And they're not going to be able to score a point.
2: uh, Florida scored. Um, I'm just saying, Florida put up 13 on them. Uh, We saw Auburn put up points on them. You know, I mean, if there a team that Alabama played this year that's better than Michigan State, no. No, 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 no. I don't care <laughs> LSU ain't better than Michigan State. Auburn ain't better. Uh, Wisconsin ain't better. Ole Miss ain't better. All right, Michigan State's the best team Alabama State. All right, we've seen all these teams put up points on Bama. It's just Bama's been able to outscore teams this year because at the end of the day, they get that long touchdown run at the end of the game that just separates the game. That's how they've been covering spreads. Is Derrick Henry busting one off for 80 yards with 30 seconds left? I just honestly, oh. looking at it, I think Michigan State's gonna tell them, "Look, this is a dogfight. Y'all, y'all gonna have to, you know, try and first one to twenty wins. let see first
3: one to twenty wins this game." Yeah,
1: and and, uh, Con-
3: a- and Connor Cook's one of the better quarterbacks. Oh, uh, he's a and candy
1: if- ass. He's a punk.
3: And if Connor Cook can get some time. I, I'm I'm still not really sold on that Alabama secondary. If they can
0: give them a, just a couple seconds to get the ball yeah. off.
1: I'm with you. I see that. I'm not sold on their secondary either, Quinn. That's a good point. When I was watching the Auburn game live in person, if Jeremy Johnson could hit water from a boat, we would have beaten the piss out of them, honestly. I mean, Jonathan, mm-hmm. these guys, Auburn were running down the field wide-ass open. They just didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to get them the ball. So that's why it happened, mm-hmm. really. I saw it. On TV, you can't see it as good as you can um, when you're right there at oh, the 50-yard line looking at them. But, it was, mm-hmm. but I, look, and here's the deal. Connor Cook's going to pay for the disrespect he did to Archie Griffin. He, he's going to pay for that. I'm still... I'm kind of aggravated at that. When I said that, A&M just bust a run up the middle to the 2. 20-7 right now, Louisville. Mm -hmm. A&M's fighting, man. They're fighting. So if they they continue to fight, they may have a shot in this game. We'll see. But uh, Kevin Sullivan could be fired. (laughs) Bobby Petrino right now is going to leave a note in the locker room saying, "I'm going back to the NFL, guys. See ya. I, I could I could see him leaving a, a team at halftime, Johnson. I could see him doing that. <laughs> I, I know Tommy Tuberville is the worst. Here, I'm going to tell you what Tommy Tuberville. Y'all probably remember this. He was with Texas Tech having dinner with recruits. He gets up and says, "Hold on, I got to take this call." He never comes back. He's on a plane to Cincinnati, and they're out there paying the damn bill.
2: Do mm-hmm. yeah, no, I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Mm.
1: I mean, how sorry do you have to be? He comes into Ole Miss and he says, guys, I'm not going anywhere. Guys, I'm all with you. And he walks right out the door and jumps on a plane. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I just had to bring that up. But but what do you mm-hmm. think, Jonathan, of Kevin still going to be the defensive coordinator? I'm still about – promoting Lance Thompson to defensive coordinator at Auburn. That that defense today for Auburn was nasty. And it was nasty. A quarterback I mean, you gotta be surprised if Auburn held Memphis a hundred yards passing, like ninety yards rushing, and just shut them down to no touchdowns. I mean, that's pretty impressive, isn't it?
2: uh yeah that really threw me for a loop to be honest um you know and that's the only reason why i thought memphis had a shot in that game was because i thought offensively they, they'd get after that auburn defense that has just been you know kind of suspected time um especially with auburn's offense being the train record of then uh Kevin Steele, i think is a decent hire um not you know it's not going to blow it out the water uh for lsu what do you do now who do you go get uh and it, it's well, it's interesting for Auburn. I mean obviously Muschamp thinks that he's gonna be around for for a couple of years. He still thinks that muschamp could be around for a couple huh. of years to accept that job.
1: Well lemme let me tell you this, Chip Kelly's top places released where they think he could go right now, Texas. Texas is not pleased with the start of Charlie Strong, they're thinking that he could be there right now. And Auburn is number three. They're they they're wondering if they're going to just part ways with Malzahn now why they can get Chip Kelly. I think that would be a mistake uh,
3: yeah. to do that
1: to Gus Malzahn. Uh, I wouldn't like that. I mean, I just don't know how he would work in the SEC, Jonathan, Chip Kelly. And I just don't know. I mean, I like Gus Malzahn. I trust in him. If you look at the way that team looks, and you give them a quarterback, man, I'm telling you, the offensive line they got, the running backs, the receivers, the defense coming back. You give them a quarterback, and also Penn State's on the list. Surprisingly, James Franklin the error isn't off to the greatest of starts, as he's yet to beat any big opponents. I, I could not see Chip Kelly uh, coming after a rapist. I mean, yeah, I, I just I don't know. LSU. Now, now they're talking about LSU, Jonathan.
3: Oh like, my God! Really? Well, <laughs> I mean, mean they, not they just deal they with just, this? <laughs> <laughs> he wins a bowl game, oh.
2: and now they want to win it convincingly. I mean, they covered the spread and then yeah. some, thank you, LSU. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. God, whoever look, wrote that Look, team, he's, he's go not going home. to
1: Auburn. Yeah, he's not going. Look, there's two teams that I could see. I could see Texas. I could see Texas A&M. That's about it. But, like you said, $15 million is $15 million. And, <laughs> I mean, Money does talk, but before we go, I've got to talk about something. The the defensive coordinator uh shame of the year award goes to Gene Chiswick last night, giving up six hundred and forty five rushing yards, Jonathan, to Baylor. Six hundred and forty five rushing yards. What do you think? Um well I mean,
2: if I saw Gene Physic right now, he'd get, oh, my God, he'd be missing teeth.
3: Um, Have you ever heard of an different... adjustment?
2: Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> Baylor used five different quarterbacks in the first quarter. None of them were really throwing the ball, Gene. I mean, here's the biggest problem of watching this game. Uh, and and for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter and, and don't know, I was on North Carolina, like, wide on right. Uh, you know, they – that, that – yeah – so of course, naturally, uh it, it works out so perfectly the point shaver at quarterback. I swear Marquise Williams is a point shaver. But anyways, so hey, let's just let's just, you know, keep leaving two safeties back. That's gonna stop this run. They already have like three hundred yards rushing, but just leave the two safeties back, they're gonna throw the football. What the hell, Gene? What oh, <laughs> Come on. You gotta put eight in the box. You gotta do exotic blitzes, zone blitz, something. You gotta mix something up. That was embarrassing. That was a joke. I was disgusted. I was enraged. I was sick yeah. in my stomach. I mean I I have been I, I have been stumped by three games in four days. U <laughs> C L A Carolina and North Carolina, all three of those teams home for me, and a fan of I was having such a great bowl season. I was having a great one to the end of the NFL year, and then whack, whack, whack. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I I, I can't yeah. possibly dig out of this hole quick off.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, look, I mean, there's such thing as adjustment to halftime, and that's something that Chizik never could do. I mean, I would always play good in the first half, and then the second half, they were going to get done. um So, Chiswick, I mean, he must have went in the locker room, chewed some bubble gum. I don't know what he did, but he did. He didn't come out and say, "This is what we're going to do." I would go out in there, and that would be where I would be headbutting defensive players, blood coming off my head, because I'm not going to sit out there and coach and watch you run 645 yards on me. I mean, the previous record in a bowl game was Nebraska which ran for five hundred and twenty five four yards on Florida and ninety six in the Fiesta Bowl. And that was mm-hmm. the worst game I've seen. You know, that's a, like oh my God, and then six forty five. That that'll never be top probably unless Auburn gets going in a in a good bowl game against Florida State. And Auburn could break that against Florida State if they play the next time. But That's funny I heard
2: that last time. Um
1: <laughs> uh, I,
2: mean, I think the only way that happens is if, like, you know, Navy or Georgia Tech, one of those triple-option offenses gets in a bowl game where they're clearly uh, where they clearly outclass their opponent. Um, I mean, that was just that was such a that was that was a joke. Even if I didn't have anything in North Carolina last night, just watching it, a the defender the defenders with like they were afraid to tackle at points in that game, and that that bothers me a lot. Dan, as I played uh-huh. in high school. And when you look like you're scared to tackle, they're just going to keep running it right at you. They're going to keep cut. that. Their middle linebacker got drilled by that 400-pound tight end, Laquan McGowan. And after that play, he was shot for the game. No doubt about that. He was rattled for the rest of the game. Uh, they should have pulled him right then and there and said, but "Son, you're done. There, there's, there's no way." I mean, it was a joke to watch how Baylor was able just to carve through him, carve through that offense. With essentially the, the what is it the T wing, I mean they they pulled out an offense from the 40s and just put it in the shotgun and ran up all those yards. That that was that was disgusting. And somebody to hey, break something. in high school is disgusting.
1: I gotta break something right here, and I forgot to tell y'all Cam Newton has a son now. His, his son was born this past weekend. Could be a reason why. He's a little distracted, but him and his exotic dancer girlfriend, Kia Proctor, Mm. here in Atlanta had a son. Quinn, what do you think about Cam Newton uh, having a baby with an exotic dancer, ex-exotic dancer? (laughs) It's
3: kind of funny. (laughs)
1: Uh, I I mean, this guy... they're, they're fun to be around, in you don't lock them down. I'm sure he was dabbing, and he dropped the dang baby, probably. Knowing <laughs> he, he thought the oh. baby was a football, and he tried to give it away.
2: Oh, Cam, they're fun to be with. You don't lock them down.
1: <laughs> yeah. There goes those millions you were making now. And remember, they All say girlfriend it. here. You th- you think he's gonna marry her now? Or do you Kia Proctor? Go Google Kia Proctor, Quinn. <laughs> doesn't uh,
2: doesn't really matter. He's stuck with her for the next eighteen years, whether he likes it or not.
1: I'm gonna look her up right quick. Kia Proctor, exotic dancer. Hold on. Think about the
2: child. Think about the child support payment she's gonna get. Oh my. Goodness. She
1: quit. She quit dancing. Now she's like, oh, yep. I'm done.
3: No more
2: swinging she, on
1: the poles. You know.
3: She, well, hopefully they get married so they don't have those issues.
2: No, 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 no. What Cam needs to do is he needs to go ahead and say, "This is my son. I'm taking my kid, and you get nothing. You can see him on Saturday once every three months. That, that well, that's what Cam needs to
1: do." Yeah, I'm trying to see. uh, Her name was Hazel when she was dancing in the clubs. Oh,
2: my God. The fact you know this scares me, Brian.
1: Uh, We can tell she likes Hello Kitty and is into tattoos. The Libra sign out says on Facebook.
3: Oh, goodness.
1: Well, Cam? I mean, I can't blame you, Cam. I'm I'm (laughs) joking.
0: Hold on, we got big dog coming up. Big dog, man. What's going on, my friend? Uh, Not too much, guys. I just wanted to tell you, I've been listening to you guys, and every time I listen in, uh, the three of you guys make a great team and uh, makes me want to get into college football, but I know better. so.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I just want to tell you,
0: you guys do a great job.
1: Well, thank you, my friend. What do you
0: think about Cam Newton knocking up an exotic dancer? He's an idiot. Or 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 she pla- or she planned this so she could lock him down, and this way now she 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 has the baby to to that you know that that leads to straight to the millions. So maybe she poked holes in that in that condom or something. You know, DNA, something he should probably go
2: get a DNA test right now just to make sure.
0: Stripper who
1: Cam Newton saved is pregnant. It says. What did he save her of? Uh, let's see what. <laughs> Our oh, no, been dating... <laughs> What did he save her of? It says, the "Stripper who Cam Newton saved is pregnant." Oh, okay. What, what, was she on the pole and was slipping, and he jumped up and oh, grabbed man. her, or some some guy in the club was playing with her or messing with her? I don't know.
0: It's big
1: dog. I just I just don't no, know no, about what, Cam Newton it right was, now. It, 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 it,
0: it was called that a nude strip club and she was, you know, doing her thing on the on the floor, and he was coming out of the bathroom and forgot to zip up his pants, and he tripped and fell on top of her and got her pregnant. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you got to be stupid uh, to go with an exotic dancer without a condom. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, coming yeah.
2: out of VIP. Uh, <laughs> she's,
1: she's got more tattoos than Dennis Rodman. Uh, oh, man. I mean, oh, that's geez. where happened. It happened, it happened in,
2: the, in the VIP room. It happened in the champagne room. He paid. He paid um, the extra seventy five bucks, and she kept the evidence.
1: Damn, I'm a fan of you, buddy. But your daddy being a preacher and
0: no? all,
1: I don't know if she's gonna be able to come to church or not at that, at that church here in Atlanta. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, no, they're gonna get married there, and of course she'll wear white. Yeah, she's, <laughs>
1: man, it's. This is. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I hope my wife doesn't think I'm looking at bad pictures or something. I'm just trying to see, you know. She'll <laughs> be she'll be scrolling on my history trying to see. She'll be like, what are you doing, man? She'll be like, okay, hey, there's a there's a Georgia exotic dancers website here. So if y'all want to look, go to strippers dot com. Hot eight strippers eight <laughs> five 855- five. Strip fifty. That's the number. Uh,
0: uh, uh, come, on, c- come on, come on, come on there, Brian. You messed that up. You know, you know it's
3: one what a eight hundred.
2: You might find. You might find one of my ex girlfriends on there. That'd be the tragedy.
1: <laughs> Quinn, have you ever been to a strip club, my friend?
3: <laughs> no, not
1: yet. Do you think they I have them know. up
3: north? They call those cattle farms.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, that was a good one, man. Big dog, have you ever been to the nudie bar where the beer gives you uh, gas and the
0: Bundys kick ass at the <laughs> nudie bar? It, it, it's been a long, long time. I've probably been a good, I don't know, 15, 20 years since I've been to one.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time for me. I I went when I was about 18, you know, uh, about 21 years ago. I showed up in there one night. It's called the Platinum Club. It got shut down for prostitution, though, shortly thereafter.
0: (laughs) No, don't say it ain't so.
1: (laughs) They had a a little room back there. They had a little escort service, you know, for the night, whatever you want. Luckily, I never Uh, experienced that, so thank God. Well, I'm well, probably mine dead the, with AIDS.
0: <laughs> one of the last times I went, it's a, it's a story for another day, but my ex actually wanted to go to one, so we went as a couple. But that's a story for another day.
3: Oh, those are always
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's
0: one way of looking at it. If I, <laughs> asked my, if I asked
1: my wife to go to a strip club, she would, she would shoot me probably.
0: Well, no. See, that was the thing. She asked me, so that—that's why I was safe.
1: Okay, of, of course you said yes. I mean, what, who would say <laughs> no? You <laughs> know,
0: I,
2: I, you know, every guy's fantasy is a two-on-one. True, but let me tell Three you guys on something. One. I
0: don't know if any, uh, uh, other, other than, other than Brian, I'm not know if you guys are married. But if your wife ever tells you to go to a strip club, of course you say yes. But the thing is, it, it's a catch twenty-two. Because mm-hmm. you go there, and you can't have a good time with your wife there. Mm-mm. Otherwise, you're in deep shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's, I mean, I'm talking, when I went to the, the the club, when I went to the club, <laughs> man, there was so much trash in there. The women were trash. The people in there were trash. It was like they got their check on Friday. They cashed it up there <laughs> at the Platinum Club. And they give all their money to these whores and and they they're broke when they go home. That's dad and husband of the year right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So keep your money, stay out of the strip club, be a man, don't go to the club like Cam Newton. You gotta be an idiot, Cam Newton. I'm sorry. Yep. You you have to be a moron. I'm I'm sorry, Cam. Um I hope that at hundred eighty thousand you got from Auburn, maybe you can pay it off, pay her off with of that. I don't know, but <laughs> well, I just hope that's enough. Oh, that's nothing
0: right now. She knows she knows she's got him hooked for at least eighteen years.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, there's man, that's a that's crazy, guys. But the big dog. I'm glad you you called in. We're about to go. I've got to get up at five a.m. in the morning. That's not long. So we wanted to have our last show of 2015. It's been a, a bad year. It's been some good in it. It's just been one of those years that, that you you put behind you and you move on. So I hope you guys are ready for next year because I'd like to really grow this show more and more and and have some fun with it. Maybe Big Dog can learn some college football and come talk to us, and we can talk to the NBA. Big Dog's the NBA expert.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: So, so yeah, the, big, for the Lakers. Big game tonight. So, oh, yeah. so, the Lakers, how good are they, big dog? <laughs> they
3: suck.
0: They suck what so you, bad. What are you talking about? They're going to win it all. <laughs> I, um, I well, love the Lakers,
1: is, man. It,
0: tonight is one of the two big games of the year, though, because as I've said before, and Brian can attest to this, the Lakers can go 2 and 80 for the season. But those two damn wins better be against the damn Celtics. And that's who they're playing mm-hmm. today. So they're playing the Celtics again right I believe now, they're up by I believe they're up by two. Or it was halftime. I'm not sure what the score is now. Third
1: quarter, seventy to sixty five with five minutes left, or seventy to sixty seven Lakers right. Yeah, it's a close game, Golden so I'm State, hoping for the win on this. Golden one. State Golden State down by twelve on the road at Dallas right now.
0: No Spurs up tonight.
1: Yeah. That that is correct. But, guys, I'm going to have to cut it short. Or not short. We've been on over an hour and a half. But uh, we'll see you all Sunday. We may break in something Saturday. You never know. But Sunday, be expecting the afternoon like we did last week around 4 o'clock Eastern. So, guys, have a great, safe New Year's Eve, and we'll see you in 2016. All right, y'all.
2: Have a good one.
1: All right. See see you next year. Uh,
0: I'll see you on Saturday, Brian.